Welcome to Bible Insights with Wayne Conrad. God's Word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Today's topic, Peter and his Lord. On the day when Jesus Christ was resurrected from the dead, who do you think would not be among the first eyewitnesses? When you review the account of Jesus' arrest, sufferings, and death, it appears that all of Jesus' apostles were less faithful than they should have been during that ordeal. They all fled after his arrest, and only John appears to have followed him and remained outwardly identified as one of the twelve. Two of the apostles were guilty of hideous sins. First, there was Judas, who betrayed him for 30 pieces of silver, which led to his arrest in the garden. The outcome of his action was suicide. Judas was the son of perdition, and he never had a saving interest in the Messiah, Christ Jesus. The other apostle who committed a terrible sin was Peter, the leader of the disciples, who denied his Lord. He had boasted that though everyone else would leave the master, he would remain true. Whatever else he may be, Peter asserted, he was no deserter. He even went so far as to tell Jesus, even if I must die with you, I will never disown you. Then that night arrived when the soldiers came to the garden and arrested Jesus. Peter followed them at a distance to the court square. Through the connections that John had, Peter was admitted to the courtyard where Jesus was on trial before Caiaphas. He was in hearing distance of the proceedings, and he could easily see and hear what Jesus and his prosecutors were saying. Listen to Peter's response to people in the courtyard. First, a servant girl remarked to him, You were there too with this man from Nazareth, this Jesus. No, he muttered. I do not know anything. I do not understand what you mean. John's account of Jesus' trial before the high priest relates that he asked Jesus about his disciples and his teachings, and Jesus replied that they could ask his followers for themselves. Peter heard that conversation, and he could have spoken up for the truthfulness of his master's claims, but he did not. At that moment, the high priest's case against Jesus was faltering. One false witness canceled out another false witness. Peter could have stepped forward and denied that Jesus had ever said anything blasphemous or seditious. Instead, Peter is warming himself at the enemy's fire and even denied his master with curses. When the last denial had passed the doorway of Peter's lip, the record states that Jesus turned and looked straight at Peter. Those arresting and deeply wounded eyes cut into Peter's heart. The Bible says that Peter went outside and wept bitterly He had failed his Lord in the hour of his greatest need. Jesus suffered some hours on his cross, and then he died, and by day's end, he was buried. Peter's heart was burdened, almost crushed under the weight of his terrible guilt. He was not worthy of even an honorable mention among the followers of Jesus. He had been in a leadership position, and that was certainly forfeited. His depression over the tragic death of Jesus was increased by his own knowledge that his denials had helped nail Jesus to the cross. Now it is the dawn of the first day of the week, which we call Sunday. And some of the women followers of Jesus had been to the tomb very early. They reported that the boulder that blocked the tomb had been moved. The body of Jesus was missing and that they had seen and talked to angels. 
Now, Mary Magdalene had reported back to Peter and John earlier that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. She had accompanied the women, but when she saw the boulder was moved, she ran back immediately to inform Peter and John of what she saw. So Peter and John had immediately run to the tomb. It was true. The tomb was empty, although the grave clothes were still intact, but the body of Jesus was not there. Peter had seen this with his own eyes. Even if it were true that Jesus was alive, Peter had an uncertain fear in meeting him. What could he possibly say? Surely Jesus would no longer want him after his public swearing that he knew, never knew the man, much less that he had ever been a follower. Then the message from the angels of the women had reported to him struck home. Go and tell his disciples, and especially Peter, that the Lord Jesus had risen and will meet you in Galilee, especially Peter. Hope was born again in his heart. Jesus wanted him, Peter, to know that he indeed was alive and that they would meet again. Then it happened. I don't know where or at what time, but Jesus personally appeared to Peter the day he arose from the dead, Luke 24, 34. We don't know what they said to one another or what they did. We can only guess. But of this I am sure, that on Peter's part there were many tears, and he confesses his sin before the Lord. And on Christ Jesus' part, there was a plenitude of mercy. He told Peter that he loved him and forgave him for his denials. Although Peter had failed, failed miserably, and sinned grievously, his faith had not utterly failed. He still believed and longed for restoration. Now, this was in accordance with the Lord's own prophecy and promise to Peter recorded in Luke 22. And what Peter, what Jesus had said to Peter says, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift all of you as wheat, but I prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. But he replied, Lord, I'm ready to go with you to prison and to death. Jesus answered, I tell you, Peter, before the rooster crows today, you will deny three times that you know me. Then just as the Lord had said, a few hours later, Peter had denied knowledge of Jesus. And just then a rooster crowed. Then Peter's eyes met Jesus' eyes, and the Bible says he remembered the words of the Lord, and he went outside and wept bitterly. There is also a recorded meeting of Peter with six other disciples with Jesus on the shore of Lake Galilee. This was probably three weeks after Jesus arose. John 21 records the details of this occasion when Jesus cooked breakfast for the disciples. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you just caught. So Simon Peter went back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153. But even with so many, the net was not broken, was not torn. And Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dare ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them. And he did the same with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. When breakfast was finished, Jesus addressed Simon Peter directly with this question, this penetrating question. Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? 
This recalls Peter's prior boast that he loved Jesus more than the other disciples. Peter had said to them, even if I must die with you, I will not deny you. Matthew 26, 35. Yet a few hours later, he said, I do not know this man. And he did it with curses. Now, Jesus asked him three times, Peter, do you love me? How it must have stung deeply, for it forced Peter to recall each of his denials, but it also gave Peter the opportunity to affirm his love. He had failed his Lord, yet he loved his Lord. With each affirmation, Peter feels the cleansing of Jesus' blood and his reappointment to his role as the lead apostle. With his affirmation of love for the master, Jesus issues the command, Feed my sheep. The third time he said to Simon, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my sheep. Then Jesus prophesied that Peter himself would follow him all the way to a cross. Behold, the forgiving and restoring grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Where do you see yourself in the Peter and his Lord narrative? Have you boasted great things concerning your love for Christ, then failed him in the hour of trial? Do you love Jesus yet betray him in words and lack of action? Have you too wept over your sins against him? Look to Jesus in faith. Reaffirm your love and feel the warm embrace of your Lord. Hear, heed, pay attention to his words. If you love me, follow me. This has been Wayne Conrad with Bible Insights. And the next time, remember Jesus' words. Follow me.